The following program deals with military and veteran issues. All comments and opinions expressed on this show are those who made them. They do not reflect the opinions of the Church of Satan or Radio Free Satan. So on with the show. Many Americans, Veterans Day is yet one more day to celebrate commercialism and consumption. Consumption of durable goods with set lifespans, both manufactured and obsolete through upgrade. It's a day to get a percentage off on furniture or electronics. Perhaps even a free meal, if you happen to be a family member of a veteran and spend your day with them, not in honor of their sacrifices, but to score a few morsels that you in all probability do not need. Veterans Day to many is the only time they even think about American soldiers. And for what? A fleeting moment? Soldiers are typically from lower to middle class households where military service is one of only a small handful of options for advancement and education. These are the Americans that are doing the fighting and dying on your behalf. And you spend less than a single day acknowledging them. Sure, you may change your social media profile picture for the day or tell a small handful of veterans that are in your social circles, thank you. But is that enough? Is that the total value you place on your safety and security? A thank you for your service? Then you're on your way. Veterans are not your social media influencers, nor do they want to be put on a pedestal. They aren't pounding at your door asking for your time and attention, but you owe everything that you have to them. The reason that you don't have drones firing missiles at you and your neighbors is because of their sacrifices. The reason why we don't have regular terrorist attacks is because of their service. The reason that you don't have to stand up for your own country and fight for your own rights is because there are others that do it. Those same others you protest against when you disagree with their politics. Those same others that you try your best for at least the duration of a few posts in social media to cancel if they happen to say anything at any time in their entire lives that you happen to not agree with. Warlock Jeff Bowling raised the idea to me that we have a warrior class in our American culture, and it seems that we do. They're called Americans. Citizens who take their futures and the future of their fellow citizens into their hands. They train, fight, suffer, and die so that you can sit on your ass, binge a few more episodes, and order dinner to be delivered for a modest fee. They understand what sacrifice means deep in the marrow of their bones while you worry about the lack of attention your comment or photo received. Veterans know what it means to appreciate what they have because they have to live without it. Veterans know what it means to love and respect because they've lost their brothers and sisters in arms whom they loved and respected. So before you jump to make your post celebrating veterans, before you tell someone, thank you for your service, ask yourself this. Do you deserve the right to be acknowledged by these men and women of substance. Does a sheep thank its shepherd? Do they thank the guard dogs that keep them safe from the coyote? If you have never served your country, do you deserve the right to be called a citizen by it? Unfortunately, the answer continues to be yes. So make yourself feel better for acknowledging those of real substance for a day. Feel good about your pathetic leech life existence for another 12 waking hours. But, perhaps, you could do just a little more. Perhaps you could acknowledge veterans not with a post or a thank you, but by your service. There are a number of ways you can actually serve those who have your back, both active and prior service veterans. You could, at the minimum, donate to veterans' organizations. But more appropriately, You could donate your time and attention to veterans in need. 
There are a number of organizations that you could assist in providing food, shelter, health care, and company. It takes only a cursory search to find an organization near you. This is not to say that you need to give of yourself because of some greater good or a debt that society is expecting of you. This is for your own benefit. It doesn't take a leap in logic to understand that ensuring those that protect you have support actually helps you in the long run. It also shows that you aren't the leech that so many others are. Give yourself a reason to look in your own reflection with pride and respect. Show that you are thankful before you say it. To my brothers and sisters in arms, to the Infernal Legion, and to its leadership, I see you. I thank you. Hail Satan. Reverend Campbell. Welcome to the official Infernal Legion podcast for the month of November 2021. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Veterans Day. And not only is it Veterans Day this year, but it is the 100-year anniversary of Armistice Day. And it is the five-year anniversary of the Infernal Legion. So this is going to be an awesome show with plenty of special guests piping in to give us their opinions on things. Before we get into that, though, I should introduce who's with me. As always, behind the scenes in his dark little corner, usually naked, is our lovable teddy bear of a producer, Warlock Jeff Ivins, the communications officer for the Infernal Legion. Warlock Ivins, how the hell are you, man? I'm doing really well right now. <laughs> uh, I got Jeff up a little later than usual to do this one. <laughs> yeah, I, a little later? Yeah, I would have been asleep by now. You know, this is like two and a half hours after my bedtime. Well, this show okay. was this show was supposed to tape about ten hours ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> but there's only one person to blame for that, and that is our wonderful fuzzy co-host, Warlock Dwayne Burns, the VSO of the Infernal Legion. How are you, Dwayne? No applause, no applause, just your money. <laughs> um, I'm doing all right. Um, he has to think wrong. Yeah, no, 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 no. I just, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I um, got a little, well, I don't know. I was going to give him a little secret. Should I give him a little secret, Alyssa? It's the boys and everybody else. Um, we're probably going to be coming back up, up to Ohio pretty soon. Oh, permanently? Yeah. We're probably well, hell, uh, then we'll have to get together. Right. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying things are going good. We're getting things together. Uh, I, I, I recently got some news on my claim again on my claim. You know, I had some before. And, right. And, right uh, yeah. Congratulations about that. We are going to talk a little bit about that. I don't want you to give away too much of your personal. Right. Life. Right. We'll talk right. about that a little bit. But yeah, I'm going to be heading back up there. Um, I don't know. It's uh, winters and shit. People are people are uh, kind of. What do you want to say? Uh, fleeing, fleeing the state. <laughs> 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 you know, I, it hasn't even snowed up here yet. And every year since I've been back here, it snowed. The first snowfall has always been in October. This year, today it was sixty-six degrees outside. Well, they're they're saying this. They're saying this year up there, it's not supposed to be so much the cold, but there's going to be snow once it starts. You guys are gonna get shit on. I hope so. It's the whole reason I live over here is for the snow. <laughs> but anyway, so you brought up your claim, and I do want to get into this. So let's let's start off the show real quick by discussing five years of the Infernal Legion. Um. First and foremost, I just have to say, uh, as, as the co-founder and the commander of the Infernal Legion, that I'm incredibly proud of everyone in this organization. Um, uh, certainly our officers, but also our membership, and even those who are loosely affiliated with us, who help us in, in other ways. Um, everyone has just come together and put it all in whenever there was a need to do something to, to make this little experiment of ours uh, productive. And I'm really happy about that. I'm really proud of everyone involved. So I first and foremost just want to say thank you to everyone else who 
saw this vision along with Raul and myself and and jumped right in. Uh, and that, that applies to you too as well. Thank you guys so much for everything that you do. Um, I'm going to later today be releasing a State of the Legion um, piece to kind of fill everybody in on what's happening within the organization. Um, but I do want to hit some, some high points here. And one of them that I'm uh, very proud of is how many veterans uh, since the beginning of this project we have been able to help through the VA claim system and medical system process. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's been absolutely fantastic. And some of this, some of this is simple, as simple as uh, telling someone what form to fill out because they just didn't know. And some of it is, you know, uh, holding their hand and walking through the whole process with them because it really can be that daunting of a process. And I'll tell you, and I'll tell you, some of you guys that are worried about having somebody hold your hand and walk you through it, talk to some of these guys who've gotten a back pay check, you know, a paycheck yeah. with back pay on it of thousands of dollars, multiple thousands of dollars, like in six figure. And I'm not bullshitting. <laughs> no, um, not. It's it's been fantastic. And you 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 have these people tell you. Uh, how much help it's been, and we'll help you through it. You just got to know what questions to ask, what questions yep. to answer, and the process it goes through. And the biggest part of it is ignorance, people not knowing what to do. You know, not ignorance that they're ignorant, but just not knowing what to do. Yeah, because there there is no... Um, when, when I got out of the Army, uh, I don't know how it was for you guys. You guys got out a little bit. Well, not you, Dwayne, but Jeff, you got out a little <laughs> bit earlier than both of us. Um but when, when I got out of the Army, there was a, a, a process that they walked you through. They called it uh, ACAP, um, and it was to prepare you for the civilian world. Now, any Army process is going to be flawed, and ACAP was no different. But the one thing they didn't touch on at all in the ACAP process was anything about the VA. They didn't tell us jack shit about the VA and what we were supposed to do. So coming out of the military, it was like, okay, well, I know that this organization exists, this government agency, but I have no idea what their phone number is. What um, is it there to do for me? <laughs> right, yeah. What do they even offer? Like, I know I'm supposed to get college money, but how do I do that? You know, And you have to have people who have been through the process before to say, hey, let me help you out. And let me show you what, what uh, you know, where to go, who to talk to, what forms to fill out, this, that, and the other. And for most veterans, that help comes in the form of a veteran service organization. And fortunately, I think, for the Church of Satan, we now have our own VSO, and that is the Infernal Legion. And the man right here, Dwayne Burns, is a fucking trooper about getting people's <laughs> claims processed. <laughs> He answers his phone no matter what time, day or night, for anyone who calls him. Four o'clock um, in the goddamn morning. <laughs> hey, Dwayne, how you doing? <laughs> uh, when, when I shoot him a, a message saying, hey, I need you to follow up on whatever, within about an hour, I have an answer to the question. Um, and considering that we're a 24-hour organization staffed by about six people, that's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> So, Dwayne, cheers to you, my friend. Um, also, and, and to you, brother. Him, well, thank you. Uh, but since I have him here right now, I also want to give a special shout out to, to Warlock Ivans, to Jeff Ivans. Um, this guy has done it all for us on the tech side. He has uh, built our website. He maintains our website, does the updates on our website, produces these podcasts, comes up with the the most random shit that I tell him to find. Like, hey, I need a taps recording from 1942 that was done on this graveyard. <laughs> he pops up with it. And he makes fun of Dwayne the whole time he's doing it. How oh. impressive is that? <laughs> well, I, well, Jeff, I would make fun of you, but, you know, Dwayne's more, <laughs> he's more of a soft target. <laughs> I'm, clo- I'm closer to him, too, at the moment. At the moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck it could be another year before i get back up there i'm just you know yeah, get yeah, things yeah. going yeah 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 that's cool though i mean uh people like to know what's going on in your life and also when you won't be answering the phone at four o'clock in the morning yeah 
<laughs> what do you mean? I'd do that anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so it's been a, a very productive time uh, in the Infernal Legion. Um, of course, any shout outs uh, wouldn't wouldn't be complete without giving a shout out to our very special auxiliary members uh, of the Infernal Legion. That's our, our uh, spouses and our uh, significant others, our children, our uh, friends who have uh, friends of the Legion who have designed art for us, who have designed T-shirts and things like that for us. Um, all these people who aren't veterans, but support and, and have some of the most uh, difficult jobs, right? Because, because they're auxiliary, right? Um, up with our shit. Especially uh, Priestess Christine McGuire, who uh, spent several years working directly for the VA and has helped us immensely with getting the organization itself uh, onto the radar of the VA. Much love to the Comtessa. Absolutely. Um, And that brings me to one of the things that uh, is just an ego brag, not for myself, but for the organization. Um, During the pullout from Afghanistan, uh, I watched a bunch of social media uh, veterans pages, vet bro pages, a lot of people call them. Um, of course, I, I always pay attention to these pages and what they're doing. I also watched the official VA page and all of the major VSO pages uh, during this time. And none of them were offering support to the veterans of Afghanistan who were coming out. Now, I, I don't mean that their organization didn't exist for supporting them. Of course, they're there. I mean, none of them were sending any kind of message of hope. The entire time, all they were doing was dissecting the tactics of the generals in the field and all this stuff. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I haven't done the same thing and that I don't that I have zero issues with the pullout in Afghanistan. I, I certainly have issues with it. That's a topic for another episode. But what Afghanistan vets needed to hear in that moment is, we know you're going through some shit. We're here. You know, take our hand. Let us help you, just like we helped you when we were in. Look out for your battle button. And none of them were doing that. So I did. I sat down and I crafted a, a, a little essay and I posted it around. And I made sure that the Infernal Legion was a place where vets, Afghanistan war veterans knew that they would have support when they reached out to us. Within three hours, both the Department of Veterans Affairs and the Veterans of Foreign Wars copied my message almost word for word and put out <laughs> all those Plagiarizers. So, <laughs> so I'm going to give myself and the whole organization a cheers for being fucking trendsetters in the world of veteran service. <laughs> <laughs> now, of course, there's a couple of auxiliary members, honorary members, I'm sorry, honorary members that we have to mention if we're going to have any kind of show talking about the Infernal Legion, and that is our wonderful high priest and high priestess, Magus Peter H. Gilmore and Magistra Peggy Nadramio, who have gone out of their way to make sure we had all the support we needed to start a little project like this. Obviously, the majority of our listeners are in the Church of Satan. I know there are some who aren't, but the majority of our listeners are in the Church of Satan. And they know how difficult it is to start a subsection of a subsection of society. <laughs> um, but that's what we were doing. And from day one, when uh, when I told them what we were up to, what the idea was, what we were going to try to do, they threw their full behind it, and they have never uh, relaxed that support. They are always there whenever we need them. They have always given us uh, permission to use the things we needed to use. They've always uh, boosted our uh, presence online. Um, and quite frankly, they've been a good ear to just talk to when I needed advice with something or when you guys needed advice with something. Um, so I, I cannot thank the high priest and high priestess of the Church of Satan enough for not only giving us permission, for giving us full support to do something like this. And of course, that leads me into the missing voices of tonight. 
And that would be <coughs> our uh, three missing officers <laughs> who uh, I believe uh, one right now is building a home for his mother. Uh, one is working at a strip club and uh, <laughs> and one is doing something at a VFW hall in Arizona. So only one of them is doing anything truly productive. <laughs> and we're talking about the one at the strip club. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But I said that we would have uh, some messages from those who weren't with us at this moment on this podcast, and I'm going to get that ball rolling by reading out loud uh, to everyone listening our message from our Sergeant at Arms, Warlock Wes Vanderpool. I want to wish all of the wicked warriors and veterans everywhere a happy Veterans Day. Thank you for your sacrifice and service, and a huge happy anniversary to the Infernal Legion. For five years, the officers in the Infernal Legion have worked to create an organization specifically to serve those COS members who made themselves the elite among the elite. Happy Veterans Day, and hail Satan. Of course, that again comes from our Sergeant-at-Arms, Warlock Wes Vanderpool. Now, he couldn't send that in as an audio recording because of what he's in the middle of doing at this moment. Um, but we do have a couple of audio clips that we're going to play right now from our vice commander, Rick Kohlmeyer, and our co-founder and director of special activities, Raul Atom. My name is Warlock Rick Kohlmeyer. I am the vice commander of the Infernal Legion. I was asked what Veterans Day means to me. Well, Veterans Day means a lot of things. Historically, you know, it celebrates the end of World War I, originally known as Armistice Day. But it means a lot more than that, especially to veterans. Um, the camaraderie that is felt between brothers and sisters when they graduate boot camp, when they are serving at duty stations, when they are doing anything in the military is unlike <clears throat> any other friendship or relationship you'll ever experience. The sacrifices made by so many veterans that have gone ahead of us to pave the way for the military that we have today is more than can be expressed. <laughs> I didn't go into the military for the same reasons that some others did. I didn't go in to get the um, relationship with my fellow military folk. I'd originally gone in for a paycheck, but I was very quickly shown that there is much more to the military than pay. When you're in the military, you know that you always have a team that has your back. You know that you're part of a team that has somebody else's back. No matter where you are in the military, no matter where you're stationed, no matter where you serve, we're all connected. We all come back to the United States. This is where our commands come from. This is where our leaders are this is where we are all from I was pretty aggravated when I got my first duty station because my C school got cancelled I was supposed to go submarines but I ended up being part of a BRAC transfer from Millington Tennessee down to Pensacola Florida I remember I was pretty pissed off because I was the first and only yeoman down in Naval Air Technical Training Center, Pensacola, for many months. 
The only other contact I had with Yeomans were the chief and the head of petty officer up in Millington, Tennessee. It wasn't until they finally moved the command down there and I watched what it became that I felt like I was part of a huge team. Before that, I just felt like a guy who was stuck with a bunch of air traffic controllers and ET nukes bored out of his skull 10 and 12 hours a day. I am very thankful for the lessons that the military gave me. I am very thankful for the the feeling of team and the 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 kinship that's felt with my brothers and sisters. I'm very thankful for the training. I'm very thankful for many aspects of my military training. I'm also very thankful to have been part of the Infernal Legion. I have been with it since the beginning, and I'm proud to serve next to the men that I serve with every day for the Infernal Legion. I'm very thankful that this organization exists because until now, Satanists in the military did not have a voice, but now they do. I'd like to wish a happy Veterans Day to all my fellow veterans and all my military folk, and I'd like to thank you all for your service. Greetings, my fellow veterans. This is Satanist Raul Atondo, co-founder and director of Special Activities of the Infernal Legion. I am also an Eagle Leader and Veteran Engagement Coordinator with Team Red, White, and Blue, a trustee with VFW Post-1763, and a volunteer mentor and Veteran Peer Support Recovery Specialist with Veterans Treatment Court here out of Yuma, Arizona. Learn to advocate for yourself. Learn and understand your resources. All of you have an armory full of them in different shapes and sizes. They all have power. They all pack power. There are many agencies and organizations willing to help you out if you simply knock on their doors. Most of you have health benefits and monetary compensations that you are simply unaware of. Utilize these benefits and make your life a little bit more easier and fulfilling. Don't leave money on the table, brothers and sisters. Help yourself and help your family. It is also the fifth year anniversary of the Infernal Legion, and I'm very proud and honored to have co-created this organization with my friend and veteran, Warlock Jeff Bowling. Ave Satanás, hail veterans, and hail Satan. Happy Veterans Day. All right, fantastic messages from both Rick and Raul there, and uh, I, you know, to both of them and to Wes, uh, thank you guys very much for always having my back and, and making this, this thing a reality. Of course, there's two people with us right now who helped make this a reality as well. So, uh, Dwayne, I want to turn the floor over to you for a moment. Um, what do you have to say to, to all the listeners uh, about Veterans Day and about the Infernal Legion? No, I just want to, I just want to tell everybody happy Valentine's <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I, I'm on some new medication, guys. I really am. I'm on some new medication. And that, that, that's all I can really say about it. But uh, happy Veterans Day. <laughs> well, I guess Veterans yeah. Day is a like Valentine's Day if you're in the Navy, right? Wow. Uh, only when there's uh, Marines involved. <laughs> well, well, it was a Marine Corps birthday yesterday. You got to light their crayons for candles. So. Of course. <laughs> um, no, I just, just wanted to tell everybody happy Veterans Day. And, you know, I'm I'm just proud to be a part of this organization. Proud, you know, happy to have been able to help who... Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing the old POB or anything, but I'm just. I'm happy to have been able to help people, and you know, I want to help more. Awesome, man. Well, once again, thank you for everything you've done. Um, yeah. And and you mentioned I totally forgot at the top of the show, so uh, forgive me, <laughs> Devil Dogs. But uh, happy 246th birthday to the United States Marine Corps as of yesterday. Um, and that's all we're going to say about that. 
Uh, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Light the Crayola uh, for you now. Yeah. And right out of the Marine Corps and back into the Navy, I uh, want to turn the floor over to Jeff Ivins. Um, what do you have to say to everyone? Uh, just basically everybody have a good uh, Veterans Day and look after each other and, you know, die. I've been having fun doing this, so uh, that's about it. And hail Satan! Oh yeah, we'll do multiple hail Satan. And happy oh, Valentine's you know. Day! Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Give us a kiss! Wow, I can't believe I did that. I do. <laughs> I think we all can. <laughs> you bastards! So I do want to. Uh, I do want to quickly go through uh, a brief history of Veterans Day and Armistice Day. Because as I mentioned, uh, it's also the 100th anniversary of Armistice Day. Um, And you can't really talk about one without talking about the other. Because Armistice Day Day came first, and Veterans Day came out of that process. Uh, So, uh, Dwayne, you've got a little bit of a of a, a rote on how this goes. You want to take it through the thing and then I'll just fill in the details. I will try to do that. <laughs> uh, Armistice Day came out of World War One, And it was called that till about 1954 until they got everything back from World War Two, seeing that more people had actually died. And they turned it in and, and, and it wasn't it wasn't that they died but the serving and everything else. Uh, and they, they turned it into a Veterans Day. I mean, is that, that pretty yeah, much? No, that's, yeah, no, that's yeah, that's good summary. I just wasn't sure if you were done or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so Armistice Day uh, celebrates the end of World War One uh, when we entered into an armistice. When we, as the Allied nations, entered into uh, armistice with uh, Germany, um, it. Uh, according to the the rich propaganda and the the fun loving version of it, the eleventh hour of the eleventh day of the eleventh month of nineteen eighteen uh, is when the guns fell silent. Uh, but according to uh, Thomas R. Goenlock, an intelligence officer with the U.S. First Division, uh, the shelling continued for the rest of the day. It didn't actually stop until night. <laughs> uh, but you know that you're going to have that on the battlefield. Communication uh, is is shit sometimes. Uh, people don't know when to, to lay down arms, and honestly, in the heat of battle, sometimes people don't want to, even if the nations have declared, you know, an armistice. Um, and this was celebrated because uh, World War One, or at the time it was called the Great War, uh, was meant to be the war to end all wars. Obviously, we know how well that worked out. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, I, but, I, I've heard some pretty fun stories, and I don't want to say fun war, but I've heard some pretty fun stories from over there, like uh, where soldiers that are enemies will quit fighting over like a holiday or something, mm. and Christmas, they'll have right? they'll have that. dinner to, they'll have dinner together or whatever, just to have some little bit of peace and happiness during their war, and they just won't kill each other. They'll have a meal together and shit, and then they'll go back to fight. It's weird. Yeah, it's um, it's it's an old kind of an old school mentality that um, it's it's hard to have in the current uh, uh, state of the world. Yeah, <laughs> as, the as being seen on the battlefield, <laughs> um, especially with like for example the global war on terrorism. For the last twenty years, this has been the war that we've been fighting. And before this was, you know, uh, Vietnam was was similar to this in the fact that it was unconventional warfare. Um, guerrilla warfare and enemies weren't clearly defined and they blended in with civilians and so on and so forth. But there is this old school mentality of when, when two opposing soldiers meet, um, you know, wearing different uniforms, fighting for different nations. Uh, there's a respect between them that exists. Um, and like I said, it's hard to have that nowadays, but those stories you're talking about and the one that immediately sprung to my mind was the one with uh, Christmas. I forget which year. I think it was 1912. Yep. Christmas. Um, uh, when the Germans and the Americans laid down their, their weapons and met in the middle of no man's land and shared a meal together. 
Well, they were freezing uh, their ass off. And oh they, yeah, they, they, <laughs> they had dinner together. They, you know, they and their dinner was sharing uh, sharing their sea rats with each other. So you know yeah. that had to be disgusting. <laughs> well, back then, back then they did bitch about us drinking on the battlefield either. So that's true, and they had cigarettes in there too. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was pretty good. I don't know. <laughs> but yes, um, so to continue down your your. Uh, your timeline there, uh, in 1954, after years of petitioning uh, the government to recognize uh, Veterans Day, uh, post-World War II, and I think either right at the beginning of or right before Korea, um, uh, veterans service organizations uh, petitioned uh, Congress, and Dwight D. Eisenhower finally signed into law, turning Armistice Day into Veterans Day. Um, and Veterans Day has been celebrated ever since on November 11th as a way to uh, recognize and honor the service and sacrifice of all the men and women who fought for the United States. So when I was talking about the Infernal Legion earlier, I, I, I often, it, it's easy to become U.S. centric with what we do because so many of our members are United States veterans. We do have some inter- international members. We have uh, uh, one, at least one British, I think one Canadian one Belgian, one uh, Irish, Irish, um, and, and an Irishman. Yeah, um, and we do have some international members. But Veterans Day um, is not only our anniversary, but it's a U.S. centric holiday. That they, it's a holiday in the United States of America. So that's why we generally talk about United States military <laughs> right, <laughs> on, right. on Veterans Day. Um, the, but you know. I've found that also people don't understand what the word veteran means either. Hmm. All right, explain on that. Well, you to me, you have, I mean, a veteran's a veteran, but to me, you have different types of veterans. We have combat veterans, and, oh, you, have, okay, yeah. and, and you have service veterans. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go in, you know, you, everybody knows your first... Uh, your first um, uh, obligation when you go in is an eight-year obligation. Whether you right. serve six years active and two years inactive, or four and three, or two and six, whatever. If you complete your first enlistment and you're not in any trouble, you're a vet because you... Right gone through the process, you have a DD-214 that says you've been honorably discharged. But you also have combat vets. You also mm-hmm. have vets that have been in for 20 years and they're meritorious service vets. Everybody, well, there's people that stay in longer than 20 years, but they get that meritorious service medal. Basically, they're 20 year, hey, good job. But, 20 year attaboy. <laughs> right. But you, you you do have different vets. Now, you know, there 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 are other people who, you know, have gone in, gone to basic training and blew out their knee. Unfortunately, they're not a vet. They do have organizations that help them, like AM vets and stuff, people that didn't make it through basic training, washed out, blew a knee, whatever. Um, you know, just like I was yeah, saying, there are people that, that is don't an understand. interesting point too. That there's there's a um, there's a, a fine line there too with like a medical discharge, for example, right? Where like if it happens the day before basic training graduation, you're technically not a vet. Um, if it happens the day after, you're, you're a full fledged vet, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> Continue. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. But, uh. No, no, I, I'm good. I'm good. I, I pretty much got my point across. It's just, you know, we, we, we always have this come up around Memorial Day and Veterans Day and stuff and explaining to people what Memorial Day is versus Veterans Day. And seeing right. as we always do the Memorial Day portion, I decided I was going to chime in on, you know, this is a vet. Mm. No, I, uh, yeah, that's, that's very good. And, You'll notice too, and obviously you guys know, but I'm, I'm trying to explain to the listeners that you'll notice there's a marked difference between the different types of veterans as well. Um, uh, and with today's modern battlefield, as we were just talking about a minute ago, uh, there's even a, a, a finer delineation between a combat vet and a vet who saw combat. Right. Um, 
uh, and I guess that's kind of always been the case, but it's much more prevalent in you know with the modern war. Um, but there, there's a you can tell a difference if you speak with five minutes uh, from someone who's just a veteran or someone who was a combat vet, someone who's a combat vet and saw combat. Um, and there tends to be. I don't want to use the term clicks because that's not the right term. We all get along. We all drink together. We all, you know, smoke and talk to each other. Um, but there is, there, there's a, a little bit of a, a standoffishness um, between the, the various groups, you know, uh, similar to like the branch rival. And also, and also, it's all lighthearted. And also you don't have to ask somebody like Jeff said, after talking or Lou said, after talking to them, for five minutes, it's just kind of like you give a little head nod, like "Yeah, what's up?" You know, because right. you know that they're <laughs> right. you know they're the same as you. You know, right? And and I'm glad that you brought up Memorial Day too, because we make even even we and, and I think most vets make a big deal about Memorial Day is for the fallen, oh, right? Uh, and Veterans Day is for the living. But at the same time, we also acknowledge the fallen on Veterans Day, um, even though Memorial Day is, is specifically for them. Uh, Veterans Day, the way that, that I've always recognized it and the way the nation recognizes it, is it's a day to honor anybody who has served, um, whether they're still in, um, whether they're you know Guard Reserves, active duty, um, whether they're uh, retired or discharged, or, or whether they paid the ultimate price on the ballot. And quite frankly... I will ream someone up, down, left, right, and six ways from Sunday on Memorial Day for thanking me for my service. It's not about me. That day is for the fall. But on Veterans Day, I don't mind sharing that day with the fall. No, I, I agree with you. Jeff, any thoughts on that? None, none for me, really. <laughs> basically covered it. I'm the producer. <laughs> yeah, I'm supposed to be behind the scenes here. <laughs> well, you got the naked part right here. Well, um, yeah, I know. <laughs> behind the green door. Ooh. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to jump into some articles because it wouldn't be an official Infernal Legion podcast if we didn't dive into the current happenings around the military and the Department of Veterans Affairs. So stay tuned. Right here on Radio Free Satan. In 1966, Anton LaVey created the Church of Satan, marking the beginning of the Age of Fire and Year One Anno Satanus. In 1969, he published The Satanic Bible, codifying Satanism as a religion, the first time it's been done in human history. In the name of Satan, ruler of the earth, king of hell, come forth from the pit, bestow the blessings of hell upon us, for we are your children, and we invoke thee this night. In 2001, I was appointed High Priest of the Church of Satan. In 2007, I published the Satanic Scriptures, further defining and expanding on Satanic philosophy and greater magic ritual. Hail Satan, full of might! Our allegiance is with thee! Cursed are they! The God adorers! And cursed are the worshippers! For the past 50 years, the Church of Satan has stood as the sole organization to define and defend Satanism as a religion. And though pretenders to the infernal throne have come and gone, we have stood the test of time and will into the future. Visit churchofsatan.com for more information and read the Satanic Bible and the Satanic Scriptures. Knowledge is the solution for ignorance. Hail Satan! So many people are so worried about what everybody else does. You know, you can't legalize pot, even for a guy with glaucoma or AIDS, and you can't have an abortion, and you can't have an interracial marriage, and you can't do this. God, are you going to hell? Religious people? Really religious people get me. Religious white people. You're the worst. 
Because Cubans don't really give a shit what you do. Cubans are just out there trying to make money and eat and have a good time. We don't, we're not sure what goes I don't even you know. I'm a Jew. I, I went to Hebrew school. I'm not sure what the hell goes on. We don't believe in heaven. There's no hell. There's no Jesus. We're just, yeah. You'd be asking Jew, well, explain the Bible to me. Well, you know, hey. Yeah, you know, hey. I'm fine. I don't know. But religious white people, you're the bunch of dickheads that you have no patience for anything. Everybody's going to hell unless they're just like you. Blacks are going to hell and gays are going to hell and Jews are going to hell. We're all going to hell, which is fine with me. Because I'll tell you right now, the Jews will cater, blacks will entertain, the homos will decorate, it'll be one big fucking party. Big party at Satan's house. Come on down. My name is Reverend Bill M., and if you like religion-bashing laughter and other comedy that's not made for the masses, then check out The Devil's Mischief. Visit devilsmischief.com for more details. The Devil's Mischief, carnal comedy clips and netherworld novelty numbers available on Radio Free Satan. Take a trip. Back to the 1980s with me, Warlock Jeff Ivins, on the Metro Radio Free Satan's show, highlighting the new wave and other hits from the indulgent decade, only on RadioFreeSatan.com. This is Reverend Gene, the host of Voxitane, exclusively on Radio Free Satan. Join me every week as we indulge in the classical side of music spanning the past 1,000 years. Voxitani has already featured over 700 composers covering medieval, baroque, classical, romantic, and contemporary music, including chant, choral, opera, keyboard, and orchestral music, with composers ranging from Gluck to Gilmore, Bach to Bellevance, Talis to Taverner, and Paganini to Pert. Get your weekly recommended dose of classical music right here on Voxitane, only on Radio Free Satan, with me, Reverend Jean. Hail Satan! Attention iTunes users, if you like this show and other programs from Radio Free Satan, then please take a moment to look us up on iTunes to rate and comment on the program. You can also do the same on Stitcher.com. Look up this program on Stitcher.com, rate it, and give us a review. And that's if you like the show, of course, you know, that you want to give it five stars and a good review, not, you know, give it one star and say a bunch of mean things. But hey, if you want to do that, then I'm sure there are a bunch of Christian podcasts on iTunes that you could do that on. Anyway, thank you for your support of RadioFreeSatan.com. And now back to the program. Hey, this is retired Sergeant First Class Dave Bradford, and I just wanted to give a shout-out to my brothers and sisters in arms and say thank you for the sacrifices that you made in your time of service. Hail yourselves, and hail Satan. Hello, everybody. This is Reverend Jimmy Psycho, veteran of the United States Army. I just wanted to take a moment to thank all veterans, past, present, and future, for your service and commitment to our country. It's always appreciated and never taken for granted. I wish you all well in the coming year. Many thanks, many hails, and ever forward. Welcome back to the official Infernal Legion podcast for November of year 56, Anno Satanus. See what I did there? I changed it up. Valentine's uh, Day. <laughs> Valentine's Day. Today is Veterans Day, and it is the anniversary of the founding of the Infernal Legion. And as we mentioned before the break, it's also the 100-year anniversary of the armistice. Armistice that God, that is such a hard word to say. That <laughs> that ended World War One officially. Uh, and on that note, since we're diving into some military news. This also relates to Veterans Day. Um, it's also the 100-year anniversary of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. And I'm sure no one in our listening audience needs an introduction on that. But for those who do, it is a monument um, in uh, Arlington um, that is dedicated to soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines, uh no guardians yet, <laughs> but uh, soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines who uh, were not identified or whose bodies were left behind uh, with the promise that this would never happen again. And that became part of the creed of the United States military of all branches that will never leave a fallen combat. 
Um, and so to mark the 100th anniversary of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, for the first time in 100 years, they opened the tomb for the public to leave wreaths in. Um, prior to this, this is a, a momentous occasion because prior to this, if you went to the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, um, you could stand in a viewing area or sit. I think they had chairs set up. Um, you could stand or sit in a viewing area and you could watch like the change of the guard ceremony on Veterans Day um, every year as is tradition. Uh, the president would lay a wreath um, at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, but the general public was not allowed in that area. Uh, for the first time in 100 years, as they are rededicating uh, the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, they allowed the public, the general public, to come in and, and lay flowers at um, at the tomb. And uh, it started off, It's so I ran Tuesday and Wednesday that they were doing this. And then, of course, today is going to be the president um, and the official Veterans Day ceremony. Um, but it started off with representatives from the Crow Nation. Uh, dressed in uh, traditional tribal garb, I guess is the right term, <laughs> dress, um, uh, doing a ceremony at the beginning. And uh, there is a video available. The article that I'm, that I'm using as a basis for this is from uh, NBC New York, uh, NBC4 New York. Um, there's a video embedded in that article. So if you go to their website and look that up, it's a it, beautiful ceremony that the, that the Crow Nation put on in front of the tomb of the unknown soldier. Um, Dwayne, you were the one who brought this to my attention. So uh, do you have any specifics you want to talk about with it? I I was just going to go over with basically what you have. I mean, they're going to reenact what they did a hundred years ago, making it, you know, the tomb of the unknown with the, with the crow. Um, Yeah. any other time, the only people that are allowed up there are the a unit called the old guard. Yeah, I believe they are. I believe they are third infantry. Don't don't quote me on it. A, a third corps. Yeah, third, third corps. corps. Thank you. Yeah, but um, but yeah, they're the old guard. They're the guys that are very spit and polished, and you know, you, going back to what you said, you can you know go there, sit there, stand there. But you better not talk. You better not disrespect or anything. I'll tell you, those soldiers up there quicker than shit will turn into drill sergeant on you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, YouTube is full of videos of people getting uh, dressed down by guards for the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. It's it's fun to watch. (laughs) It's almost like people trying to to make the, uh, the Red Guard outside of Buckingham Palace smile. You know, right, right, yeah, very but much. The, yeah. But these guys, these guys don't take your shit. I mean, they will lay India. Mm-hmm. These and there are uh, the, uh, I believe it's the National Park Service police are nearby too. And Absolutely. so if they're if they're yelling doesn't get your attention, you will be arrested because that's they take it that seriously, and they should. Yep, you're going to be here. Respect, be respectful. But yeah, you pretty much covered it. it was, did well. Yeah. Um, and, and it is, you know, like I said, it's, it's a momentous occasion because of that, because of that notion that, um, that you can't get there in a normal time. Uh, but also because in my opinion, you know, we are Satanists and we understand the importance of ritual. Right. And a lot of these things, a lot of these, these days that we celebrate veterans day, Memorial day, things like that, their, their basis is in ritual. Now, you could argue that uh, ritual is used as a reaffirmation of certain um, beliefs and ideologies, and maybe this isn't a belief or ideology that you want reaffirmed. However, I'm assuming if you listen to this podcast, it is one. So the, the ritual of, that surrounds the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier and everything that it represents is so important to the, um, to the, the general ethos of the military as it stands. And so to have this moment 100 years later where they are rededicating the Tomb of the Unknown and allowing the public to come in and, and properly pay respects, that's a big deal. I, I think it's a, that's a huge deal. 
Jeff, I know you're naked in the corner over there. Do you have any thoughts on this? No, it's just me. It's, um, I guess you could say it's, it's just with the, the white light religions, it's a, um, hollowed ground. To me, it's just, uh, respect for those that are entombed in the, in the tomb. Um, you know, their families never had closure and stuff like that. And to me, it's more respect out of that because everybody wants closure. And so, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that's that's an important aspect I hadn't thought of as well. The the idea of providing closure, even even if we can't identify who they were, at least the, the families can go there and achieve some kind of closure. Um Interesting perspective. Yeah, I like that. So let's shift gears now off of that uh, that very sentimental and, and, <laughs> and emotional moment um, and move into the dumbest article that Military <laughs> Times has ever published. And there's been uh, quite a few. <laughs> there's been quite a few. And, you know, the reason for that is that their chief editors have not been veterans. <laughs> Um, but I digress. I got a whole issue with Military Times, even though they're one of our chief sources for this show. Well, my, my, well, the thing about it is, you know, Duffel Blog comes out with a lot better stuff sometimes than Military Times does. Right. If only we knew one of the guys who writes for Duffel Blog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, so... I'm just gonna, I'm going to read parts of the article. This is a is a brand new article. This came out. Let's see, it came out at 6:38 uh, yesterday on November 10th. So it's a it's a very young article. Not many people have had a chance to read it yet. Uh, the headline is: Congress has a chance to deliver for vets this Veterans Day. And it took four got them four writers to come up with this trash. <laughs> so they open up the article by talking about the the standard tropes that come with veterans day thank you for your service support the troops honor those who serve so on and so forth yeah yeah yeah. um and then they talk about how uh, that's not enough and how (laughs) and how uh congress needs to step up and they need to approve pass and approve the building of a memorial for all of the veterans who have fallen in service in during the global war on terrorism and uh, essentially insinuating that this is a battle, a struggle that people have been going through um, to get this done. And if Congress would just do this, this would reaffirm that America cares about veterans, especially global war on terrorism veterans. Are you fucking kidding me? Of all the things that Congress could do this Veterans Day to reaffirm their dedication to veterans, building a fucking stone wall with a bunch of names on it is at the bottom of that goddamn list. They could start with fixing the fucking VA. That's how they could reaffirm their dedication to veterans. Didn't mean to call Adam Campbell there for a minute. <laughs> yeah, they would fully fund the VA. Maybe that would actually help out a lot more veterans that are coming home. Right, right. Cut, cut some of the red tape, fully fund it, uh, and, and fund it enough so they can get some real doctors. I mean, I I love that there are doctors who are willing to work for the VA, but if you're 93 years old, it might be time to retire. <laughs> and, and and hire someone else who's a little bit of speed on modern medicine in there. there. There's so much that needs to be done with the VA. There's so much that needs to be done for veterans in general. Just as we opened the show uh, with that wonderful piece from Reverend Campbell discussing what the average American could do on Veterans Day, uh, I'm going to tell the Military Times to go fuck themselves and tell Congress that they can prevent on Veterans Day is fix the goddamn VA. What do you guys think? <laughs> do you really want to know how I feel? Absolutely. I want to know how you feel. Easy. Pass 
pay, you know, make the VA non-discretionary, make it discre- or make it non-discretionary. So it, it has to be passed. You know, get the doctors in there that we need. Get the veterans uh, backlog taken care of. You know, for disabilities and stuff like that. There, I could keep going on and on and on, but until the VA is fixed, a wall is not going to do anything. You know, even yeah. even the Vietnam veterans that that have come home, they need you know the wall. I understand they lost their buddies there. In a sense, I could see that with the global war on terrorism, but to reaffirm many, many of them. I'm sorry. Uh, I was about to say. I was just about to say is many of them. You know, maybe go ahead and put that in. Put that in the bill, but. Put it make in it a, a bill. Part of the overall thing. You know? and make it a part of the overall bill of actually helping the the veterans out and deal with it that way. You know, those Vietnam vets that got that wall, a lot of them would have uh, been a lot happier with the parade or with the doctor that would take care of them or a VA system that would have worked for them. Right. A disability what, what I was over 10% say. would have been nice. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Their, their conflict actually being classified as a war so they can get taken care of. Exactly. Right, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a big one. And that's and, and again, that's not to say I ju- we just discussed the importance of ritual when it comes to these types of things. I, I'm with you, uh, Jeff. I, I think that uh, GWAT, especially because GWAT was my war, it was uh, Dwayne's war as well, well, one of Dwayne's war, yeah. wars. Uh, um. Uh, it would be nice. It would it would be a wonderful thing, and I hope that someday one does get built. And I definitely go visit. I visited the Vietnam one, um, and I would certainly go visit a GWAP memorial and look at my friends' names on that wall and 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 have some feelings about it. But that's not how Congress shows veterans that they care, or how they strike a blow for veterans. Well, that's, well, that's how they shine the knob after this fucking, well, do I, do I say Afghanistan? Like we were gonna say, oh, no, go ahead. Yeah, by all means. Talk about I was going to say, this is how they shine the knob after the uh, Afghanistan debunkle. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I, I really feel that, um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to do it. I don't give a fuck. They're not going to hear this podcast anyway, probably. Uh, Jason Crow, <laughs> Mike Gallagher, Jared Golden, and Van Taylor need to pull their heads out of their fourth point of fucking contact and get right. That'd be your ass, guys. <laughs> uh, but I thought that'd be fun. A fun way to end this talk about veterans today is, is a little bit of a rant and, and a little bit of joking about how uh, ridiculous the government is. And of course, they're going to pass this. Of course, this article was written and it's going to raise all the right things and Congress is going to pass this and we're going to get a shiny new fucking memorial in Washington, D.C. Meanwhile, nothing's going to change. Right. Uh, and then because nothing changes, the Infernal Legion will be here to help you through this process. So, <laughs> um, but that's how I feel. Before we head out, I want to ask you guys, do you have any plans? Uh, are you doing anything today? I probably will be caring for my littlest one because I took her to get her COVID today. Oh, that's right. You just got her the vaccine. Yeah, she's probably not going to be feeling well. Yeah. Hey, I mean, how about you, Jeff? It's, it's middle of the week. Kids are still in school and stuff. So, I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about don't going to the Legion to do their thing at 11 o'clock, but I'm like... Not when we're recording this. I probably won't be up by then. <laughs> uh, and you got to put it all together. Jeff I got to put it together and upload it and everything else. So. He's going to be up till 3 a.m. No, I'm not. <laughs> well, I do. I have a, a, a small thing at a high school tomorrow, an appearance I have to make. And then uh, uh, beyond that, it's pretty much just uh, scrounging around for free food <laughs> and uh, uh, and then work later. Uh but uh, on the free food note, there are obviously every year Veterans Day. Everyone knows that we all signed up for the sweet Veterans Day discounts. Oh, of course. That's the only reason. There is no other reason. Uh, and if you head over to the Infernal Legion social media pages, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, MeWe, uh, fuck, there's so many. 
We're, we're on we're on every social media platform. <laughs> meta. <laughs> yeah, also meta. In yeah. um, any social media platform, with the exception of TikTok, because fuck that bullshit. <laughs> uh, you can find us on there. Uh, we we recently shared an article from military.com with a a near comprehensive list minus extremely local businesses uh, that don't exist elsewhere outside of their localities. It has the most comprehensive list of places that are offering uh, discounts and um, sales and uh, free meals and things of that nature for Veterans Day. Go check that out. If you're hearing this before nighttime, um, you know, go, go take advantage of that stuff because as much as we make fun of it, as much as we make fun of the thank you for your service, as much as we just quite honestly don't know how to deal with that kind of gratitude because it does not compute. It no. is nice. It is nice. And it's, uh, it's something that, that people are doing. Corporations are doing whether they're not doing it to, to, you know, uh, because they feel bad for what veterans have gone through. Hell, most of the time they're behind the shit that veterans have gone through. So take a little bit about their money while you can. <laughs> um, but get out there and enjoy your veterans day. Have a few drinks, Party with some people. Head down to your local uh, VSO watering hole, whether it's the VFW or AMVETS or American Legion. Have a good time. Spend some time with fellow vets. And, and remember and honor um, those who have served. Because that's what the day is all about. Any final words, guys? None for me. All right. Well, this has been... The official Infernal Legion podcast for year 56, Anno Satanus, Veterans Day, the anniversary, the five-year anniversary of the Infernal Legion. And I promise you, we will be here for at least five more. So until next time, hail the Infernal Legion and hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. On this Veterans Day... We here at Central honor those who have served in our nation's armed forces. You have our gratitude and admiration for all you've done to maintain the precious privilege of liberty. Your gifts to us merit our abiding recognition for preserving the freedoms we all enjoy as we pursue our vital existence. A horned salute to you who are legion. Hail to our veterans! Shaman Porash. Hail Satan. Veteran Suicide Hotline. Phone number is 1-800-273-8255. 1-800-273-TALK. And as soon as you dial that, you press number 1. Also, you can text to 838 255 for more information but it is just as effective as chat support is free, confidential and available 24-7 it is available to all servicemen and women active and inactive guard or reserve and available to veterans, family members as well